This is episode number 268 of the Fearless Presentations podcast, the fastest, easiest way to eliminate public speaking fear. Want to absolutely eliminate public speaking fear? This podcast is the answer. Here's the guy who literally wrote the book on Fearless Presentations, Doug Stannard. Hey, welcome to Fearless Presentations. I'm Doug Stannard of the Leaders Institute, and my goal is to help you become a fearless and confident speaker and presenter. This week, I'm going to help you organize internal business presentation training for your team. So if you've got a group of five people, 10 people, 20 people, 100 people, 1,000 people, and you're trying to get everybody on the same page, create a more professional appearance in front of a group, reduce nervousness, you know, basically just be a better communicator in front of a group, then a lot of the tips that I'll give you this week will really help. Uh, By the way, the episode is brought to you by fearlesspresentations.com. If you want a faster way to reduce public speaking fear and become a more persuasive speaker, we've got two-day public speaking classes coming up in cities like Philadelphia, Dallas, Baltimore, Atlanta, Los Angeles, Detroit, Washington, D.C., Boston, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, Orlando, Miami, and Houston. For details, just go to fearlesspresentations.com. All right, let's get on with today's session. So the topic today is about professional business presentation training or presentation courses. And just as an FYI, business presentation classes, courses, that kind of thing, they're quite different from university level public speaking classes or something you might pick up in a in a toasting club like Toastmasters, that kind of thing. For instance, a good presentation that you deliver for your friends and coworkers may actually backfire if you try to deliver that presentation to senior executives. So in this episode, I'm going to cover a few of the best practices for organizing fantastic business presentation skill training classes. And just so you know, effective presentations, they don't happen by accident. And and when you get a bunch of type A personalities who all have experience leading presentations, trying to work together on a single presentation together, well, let's just say that the results can be a little frustrating sometimes. So one of the things you have to understand is that different personalities have different strengths. So when you organize a corporate presentation training session of some type, you want to make sure that you help each individual participant maximize his or her strengths. But also you want to kind of help your presenters create a clear message that that's really focused on the same outcome. So basically in this session, I'm going to give you a, a really quick kind of checklist of a few of the best ways to deliver presentation skills training for a business team. So um, I'll give you the overview really quickly, and we'll go into each one in a little bit more detail. So the first one is you want to start with presentation skill training for the entire team. You're basically training everybody at the same time. After you do that, the next thing you want to do is focus on creating fantastic and compelling presentations. Basically, if the presentations suck, (laughs) it doesn't matter how skilled the presenters are. So, And then the third step is to encourage your team and presenters to focus on the needs of the audience. It's not necessarily the third step. We're going to do that before we actually create the presentations, but knowing how to do, to create the presentations is, is actually really important in making that one occur. 
And then the fourth one is you want to build self-confidence in each of those presenters. And when people judge our, our competence by the confidence that we present, and so in that session, you want to try to help the people that are presenting create that, that competent stance in front of a group so that they appear to be more confident. And then the last step is you want to train the team or give them a chance to practice their presentations together as a group. So basically training individuals one at a time and then letting them practice one at a time isn't nearly as effective as getting the whole group together to actually build the presentation up front and then deliver it as, as a group. So let's go through each one of these in a little bit more detail, and I'll explain what why they're important and what you can kind of do to make these things work really, really well if you're organizing one of these things. So step number one is to focus on building the presentation skills of the individuals within your team, but doing it as a group. So every business presenter has got to have strong presentation skills to build credibility when he or she stands up in front of the group and speaks. By the way, it, it isn't really just being confident. Well, I'll kind of go over that later. That's in one of the future steps. But a good presenter is a good communicator. So she's got to be able to kind of read the audience and make adjustments to the presentation along the way so that the presentation gets better as, as she's up delivering it. By the way, this is a skill that takes time and practice to really develop. You're not going to get this overnight. Uh, I'll give you an example. Like an engineering firm once hired me to kind of help their, their team deliver sales presentations. And in the past, prior to me coming in and, and helping them, the customers that they had were, were, when they were looking for the type of service that this company offered, then, then the executives of that company would go out and deliver the presentations. However, once the executives kind of presented and then won the contract, the customer really never saw them again. They might talk to them on the phone a couple of times, but most of the time, they were dealing, the day-to-day -day operations were being done by the local project manager, the superintendents that were there on the site, the foreman, and, and then the, the workers that they see every day. But they wouldn't, This each one of these customers wouldn't actually get to meet their team until after the contract was already signed. So a lot of customers began requiring during the early stages of the con, the contractual process anyway, that they meet the project manager and the superintendents and the foreman, and they would have them deliver the sales presentation. So they would say, hey, we're okay having your executives in the room, but we want the people that we're going to be working with every day to be the folks that we hear from when, they, when you try to win this contract. So every one of these people that were doing these high-level presentations were highly skilled workers, but none of them had ever delivered any type of presentation of any kind. And they didn't have the years of presentation practice that the executives had. So basically what we did to kind of fix this was we organized a, a custom business presentation course for that group. And it allowed them to develop their presentation skills in, in more of a controlled environment. And now, of course, it also, by the way, shortened their learning curve. They didn't, they they were gaining these presentation skills much faster than the executives that they were replacing because um, the executives had to learn every one of these things kind of through trial and error. And over years of experience, uh, th this group was able to do it much, much faster. So it shortened their learning curve. It, it's very similar to, uh, you know, like going to a medical specialist. If you've got a cold, you probably just want to go to your family physician. However, if you get cancer, 
you probably want to go to the specialist. And developing presentation skills is kind of similar in that fact. If you're just presenting in staff meetings, eh, just about any type of presentation skills classes is going to do. However, if you've got a lot writing on the presentation, you might consider hiring an expert in designing and delivering business presentations to kind of help you with with that particular thing. So the second step is presentation training for these business professionals. It really starts with creating a compelling presentation. There's a a, a funny quote by uh, Summers White. She said, 90% uh, of how well the talk will go is determined before the speaker even steps on the platform. And that's really, really true because one of the hardest things to do as a good speaker, so once you kind of train your team in these great presentation skills, one of the hardest things for them to do is to deliver a very poorly designed speech. Um, I'll give you an example of this. One of my class members was a, a high-level account manager for this huge company. I'm not going to say what company it was uh, for, to protect the innocent, but it was one that you would know, big tech company. So the, the And the company basically hired her and her coworkers. It was a group of, I, I think if I remember right, six or seven of the highest level sales executives. And they hired these people and paid them a ton of money because they were very smart and they were autonomous workers and they were problem solvers for their customers. So they only got to deal with the biggest clients of this big, huge company. Now, eventually, some of these account managers begin you know, somewhat overpromising to their customers. And this created some problems internally. And so to fix the problem, instead of trying to instead of fixing the problem, they wanted to kind of treat the symptom and they created a a single all-encompassing PowerPoint presentation that every one of those six account managers now were required to use. By the way, this thing had like 400 slides. I am not lying. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. It, the, the account manager showed me this slideshow and it was huge. I mean, it was crazy the number of slides that were in this. And the class member, desperate for help, was asking me, how in the world can I deliver this presentation to my clients? And I had to answer her honestly. I, I said, you really can't. It was a terribly designed presentation. Uh, I mean, they could have hired, you know, a famous actor, Chris Hemsworth or or Chris or, or Pratt or somebody like that to deliver the presentation. And even with Hemsworth's, you know, Australian accent, the presentation is still going to be terrible because it started out as a terrible presentation. So a big part of your your presentation training should include how to how to design really good presentations. Um, so let me just give you a few kind of simple things that you can cover to make sure that uh, that the presentations that you're creating are, are pretty effective. First, you want to be concise. You can't cover everything. So focus only on the most important things that the audience needs to know about the topic. Next, you want to include lots of examples and stories. Examples are always more clear than wordy explanations. And then finally, add in some energy and showmanship. That's going to make your, your business presentations much more interesting. By the way, I'll put a link in the show notes to um, our, our session on how to design presentations quickly. Uh, that'll give you a lot. Uh, that'll give you more, a better guideline in a, in a, in a very quick kind of way. So number three, the third thing that you want to do if you're organizing one of these sessions is determine what your audience needs and wants before creating any type of business presentation. That is so, so, so critical. And, and it, it's in the step-by-step -step process, it really should be step two 
But if you don't really understand how to design a good presentation, then this becomes much harder. But it is way, way, way more important than actually how you design your presentation. So don't don't make the all too common mistake of making your business presentation training about your team, right? Sure, you want to help them improve their presentation skills. We already talked about that. And sure, you want to show them how to design and deliver a fantastic speech. However, before they start to design their fantastic speeches, they have to be able to determine the needs and wants of their the people that are in their audience. So think of your your the the audiences that your team is going to be present to, presenting to as kind of a first date. The more that they talk about themselves, the less the audience is going to like them. So focus on the audience, focus on them, focus on their problems and how they can help their audience members solve those problems. And if you do that, then your business presentations are going to be way more stellar. They're going to be, they're going to be phenomenal. Uh, I, I'll give you a good example of this. I, I had a lady, a young lady from uh, Toyota who supplied cars to dealerships in a class recently. And right now she was telling us that the supply of their vehicles is is really low. And and it's because there's a high demand right now. So especially for the for the really big, like the Sequoias and and that kind of thing, she doesn't have a whole lot of those that she can deliver to her dealerships. So she gave an example of how a couple came into one of the dealerships that she services looking for a Sequoia, and they had a baby on the way. So basically, a man and a woman, uh, new parents or soon to be new parents anyway. And basically, dad wanted mom to have more space. The car that they, the sedan that they had wasn't going to be big enough when the baby came. Uh, but the wait list for that particular vehicle was really, really, really long. And because of that long delivery time, the, my class member, the, the woman who supplied cars to the dealerships, she actually had Sequoia sent to the dealerships that she serviced so that they could use them uh, for test drives. Now, they couldn't get them for a few months, but there's one on the lot that they could use to to let people kind of test drive it. Well, the family sales rep had that that test drive. They they the uh he let the mom kind of take the car out for a spin. And when she did, she was a little overwhelmed with the size. I mean, things are huge, by the way. Sequoias are really, really big cars. And she was also a little concerned about how difficult it was to get in and out of, you know, because at, right at the time she was pregnant. And then she started thinking, oh, my God, what happens when I got to put a baby into this thing as well? And also parking and that kind of thing. So, so basically, as a result of her comments now, the sales rep was able to able to show them a Highlander. You know, it's a, a little bit smaller car and it was the perfect size for what this family wanted. And so basically my class member suggestion helped both the sales rep and the dealership that, that he worked for and the family, the customer solve a problem. And that's what you want to do as well. You want to organize your, your presentation so that they solve problems for their audiences. This is the absolute best way to capture and hold the audience's attention. All right, so step four is to to spend time building the self-confidence in each team member. Um, One of the things I mentioned earlier is that people judge your competence by how confident you appear. So you really want to spend time building the confidence of each team member. A big part of creating a fantastic coaching session for a, a group of presenters is focusing on building that confidence in the individual presenters. Different personalities have different strengths. They they also have 
different weaknesses. So trying to teach every presenter how to do the exact same thing in a presentation class typically will backfire. Um, When I was in college, uh, my first presentation coach was an analytical, detail-oriented type person. Uh, She was great, liked her a lot, but she encouraged me to use a ton of facts and statistics in my presentations. And the reason why she did that, by the way, because that's what she was good at. That was her strength that when she presented, that was what kind of made her presentations good is because they were, she was thorough, right? However, that particular tip or the thing that she was trying to get me to do actually made my presentations much, much, much more difficult to deliver because adding a ton of data and statistics to my presentation, that's not a strength of mine. So the more she coached me, the worse I got. For instance, the first the first presentation that I gave, I got an A on it. And the second presentation, I got a B. My third presentation, I got a C. So I made a B in the class. But you know, uh, from my perspective, as I was thinking about going as giving these different presentation, it, the the process that she went through actually killed my confidence. M- most people get better the more that they present. However, every time I got up in front of the group, I seemed to get worse. Right. So years later, by the way, another presentation coach that I had that actually turned my confidence around. She saw that I had natural enthusiasm, and she helped me develop this strength. She didn't try to force me to do the things that were comfortable for her like the other coach did because she didn't try to get me to do stuff that helped her when she was learning to present. She she basically looked at me and said, hey, what is Doug really good at? What can I help him improve on? So when, so um, by, by helping me develop my natural strengths in front of a group, it, it basically worked like a charm. My confidence soared. So your business presentation coaching should help the individuals of your team maximize their strengths as well. So you'll you'll help them create that executive presence, the, the way that they carry themselves if you do. All right, so the last thing, step number five, is you want to make sure that your presentation team practices the presentation together. This is one of those things that people tend to kind of overlook or they skip to it without doing any of the other things ahead of time. So once... You've helped your team develop the presentation skills. Once they create a really good presentation, that's audience focused. Once we help them develop their strengths and and build confidence, there's one final step. You have to get them to, to the entire group to both create the speech themselves and then practice that speech that they create together. So one of the big mistakes that a lot of group organizers will do in in this process is they'll say, okay, great. I'm just going to try to make this easier for my team and I'm going to create the entire presentation for them because that's going to make it easier. Well, it doesn't work. Most often the things that we do to make things easier for our team actually makes things harder. So it's a whole lot better if you let the presenters create their own presentation. That way, the speech will be in their words and it will have their focus. And by the way, if you if you follow steps two and three that we've covered a few minutes ago, this should be a piece of cake for the people that you're you're training or you're trying to get de- develop the skills in. So you get the whole team in a room and help them create uh, the presentation. Uh, Dale Carnegie he once said, "People will support a world that they help create." So let them create this world. Then as they begin to put the presentation together, give them a chance to practice it with each other. So one of the absolute best reasons why we suggest organizing a private 
corporate presentation class is that it creates a controlled environment for the team to practice. And by the way, this step is critical in the process because your team will do better if they work out the kinks at at your own office than when they're in front of a big customer. So, uh, so basically, those that's the really quick kind of step by step process. Uh, so, you know, obviously, step one again was help them develop presentation skills. Step two, show them how to design a really good presentation. Step three is to make the presentation audience focused or help them make their presentations audience focused. Step four is to help them build self confidence, and then. And step five is to help them both create the presentation together and then practice it. You do those five things, you're going to do really well. Hey, by the way, if you want help doing this, I mean, this is basically what our team at the Leaders Institute helps our customers do. So if you want to have, if you've got a group of people that you want to build presentation skills together as a group, it's a really, really cost-effective way to to develop that skill. Uh, a lot of folks that we've worked with in the past have sent people to spent their team sent their team members, you know, based on performance assessments or something like that, to individual public speaking classes or training. That's a great way to do it as well, but it's way, way, way more cost-effective to do it in-house because you can get a custom creation, a custom program created just for the specific needs of your group, and then get everybody on the same page so that they're all following this, the same process. So it's a much, much, much better way to do it. So if you're interested in doing that, then basically just uh, go to our website, fearlesspresentations.com, fill out a form, and one of our one of our instructors will get in touch with you on how exactly to do that. So thanks a lot for being a part of Fearless Presentations. We'll see you next week. Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week.